0: Good morning, everybody. How you all doing? It is, what is it, Friday, uh, November 24th, uh, 2018. So let's get the show started. I try not to make a weekend episodes, but I have for some reason lately. This morning, I actually got onto my Facebook. I don't do it too often, but when I do, um, there's always something informative that I'll find out from the people in the circle of people that I'm connected with. A little bit of background about me is that for the last four years i've worked in and out out of hospitals clinics labs and so forth so for what i'm about to say i do have some kind of knowledge i also have a, a bachelor's science degree um i have a high school diploma and i did take science classes in those classes you learned about biology you learned about chemistry you learned about physics and so forth you learned about the natural art As thinking back about those things, I I retained some of that knowledge, even though it was mostly not applicable to the direction in life I wanted to live or the career path that I wished to to have chosen. This morning on Facebook, I was watching one of my friends post a video about a a retired hospital worker who refused to get the flu shot In the last however many years that she'd worked for the hospital. A lot of times when you work for a hospital it is policy and mandatory that you have to get a flu shot or immunization shot in order to continue your employment or to gain employment. This is a travesty because it is something that I strongly am against. The reason why is if you go back the last 30-40 years, I would have to say 30 years, The epidemics of flu have risen higher and higher and higher, in my own observation. I've watched children, I've watched adults get sicker and sicker and sick. Even watching my own 11-year-old now, I've seen her get pneumonia or bronchitis at least 10 times in the last 11 years. It's sickening. I've been wondering what is causing this. I didn't understand what the flu shot was at the time when I first started hearing about it at first like most, so many others I thought it would be a good thing I thought well maybe if this can help prevent illness then maybe it could do something better for all of us you know what better than have to take the constant NyQuil's the flu, flu medicines the Tylenols the you know aspirins and so on or If you got that extreme to take an antibiotic cough medicine and medication so that it would clear up the fluid in your lungs when you got bronchitis or pneumonia in these last 11 years I've watched my daughter go through so many different struggles yes our life has not been easy no we have not always had the smoothest of lives but the one constant thing is is I always made sure that my daughter ate I always made sure that she took her vitamins i always tried to make sure that she was clean i always cared and nurtured for her i've done everything i can possibly as a single parent me and bella's mom split up when she turned one years old and so as a father i've learned about all the different stages i pick up my daughter every single weekend from friday to mondays when i have custody of my daughter and in that time i've watched my daughter change as all all normal kids and all all normal human beings do but i watched something special appear in my daughter's behavior i watched a little bit of emotional unstableness i thought perhaps maybe it was because the design of my home and the non agreements that i would have with her mother but a spark lit off in my mind i started to do scientific deduction I started using my critical thinking in my mind. I started seeing what could I do to better improve my daughter's situation, health and, and mental uh, stability. With all that being said, I started listening and watching videos on YouTube and several other places and reports that people have been saying that our children were getting sicker, that our population was getting more ill. The children were starting to develop mental illnesses that were never apparent or were not as abundant. Then I started seeing the ads, get the flu shot, make sure you're up to date with your immunization or the mandates by the state of California, especially for me, I'm living in California, have spoken about in which if you do not get all the recommended Immunization shots your child cannot return to school. Now, bear in mind, Bella's mom is a registered nurse and a very good mom. She loves her daughter absolutely 100%. There wouldn't be a thing that she wouldn't do. She's been a nurse for more than 10 years at least. In her her time, in my own observation, she has been the most diligent person I've ever seen when it comes to health. Whenever Bella was sick, she would make sure that I was doing the right doses and giving to her at the right times, like any parent. But through the last six years, I would have to say we've gotten to more fights because I said I don't think she should get the flu shot anymore. She's getting pneumonia or bronchitis every single year. I would get the typical training of a nurse and flack that would say, you don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're doing but I begged to differ. I was concerned as a parent and concerned as a father and I would constantly argue, please don't do this. I would tell the doctor at the doctor's office, I absolutely refuse to consent for my daughter to get the flu shot, but my ex would still go do it behind my back on another date. My daughter has not been sick finally this year. She has not missed school finally this year so far. Just the other day, my ex told me she got her the flu shot and I said, why did you do that? Do you realize that you could possibly make her sick again? My daughter's been in perfect, excellent health because she manages a good diet, she exercises regularly, she reads, she disengages from the typical norms of the children of this era, which means that getting off iPads or having limitations Getting away from television, not sleeping to the television at times. I've watched my daughter gain health, but she still struggles with mental health. My daughter still struggles with emotional control, like so many others. I watch her naturally mature and go through things, and I worry. Sometimes my daughter shuts down so bad to where she doesn't realize who she's doing it in front of and where she's doing it. She doesn't come until later and tell me, Daddy, I don't know why I did that. I'm going to have to start pointing my fingers at the many immunizations and flu shots that are being propounded on on the public. The Center of Disease and Control has not, to my recollection, after looking through the internet and looking at their site, showing concise studies and proving that the flu shot or many of the immunizations recommended to the public actually work. The percentages are not enough. If anyone ever took statistics in college, they would understand the statistics are based on a measure and sample in an isolated zone. With the population of being the United States as big as it is, isolating test results would be very difficult. But because of algorithms and speculation, the Center of Disease and Control, along with Big Pharma, have also decided to agree with what's going on they believe that a preemptive treatment by making the public take immunizations or flu shots to help fight what's coming around now if anyone understands biology mother nature has her, her nice little way of mutating anything that lives we see slight mutations within the human species by people are getting taller and fatter and in conditions that we normally were not 30 years ago. We don't know who to blame, but I do know I wanna be an advocate for people to be more informed, to use critical thinking, and to start asking questions. This podcast is specifically to be spread around, not as a fact, but as an opinion, intelligent opinion that has a hypothesis that we are hurting our public, we are hurting our children, and we are hurting ourselves by using these kinds of treatments. There's plenty of information on the internet. Reading, there are speculative uh, inflated uh, articles that show that the, the flu vaccines are working, but what they haven't done is tested. They have not tested a large enough population and sample to make a correct correlation that this kind of treatment is working. If you're curious about what I'm saying, Please do look around. When you start seeing your doctor, talk to your doctor and specifically ask critical questions. Don't let him just be a prescriber, a glorified pharmacist with an MD license. Ask your doctor to be scientific. It's not just what he's commonly seeing, but what he's looking into. Our generation of physicians have stopped being scientific doctors and more like just prescribers. There's really no, not much difference for when a doctor treats you to a pharmacist. They both have critical, critical thinking skills. They both have critical learning skills. They both have medical training and training of the body, the body chemistry and the biology to be able to treat you and prescribe or facilitate any medication. It angers me, but I wanted to do something informative in my gift. I'm only speaking of my personal and professional opinion to let people know that there is something you can do. We all can make efforts to bettering our health by washing our hands, being more, being as clean as we possibly can, feeding our ch- children nutritional foods, but not with foods with over-preservatives or over-sugar overdose or car- carb-overdosed foods that just fill their tummies temporarily, which also create inflammation diabetes and so many other worse conditions in the central valley of california if you walk around you can see a bloated body every other person you see the thinner bodies happen to be younger at a time or they're in good health because they watch what they eat we've had diets such as keto the zone And so many other diets just basically say that the carbs were bad for you, but it wasn't so much the carbs, it was the sugars within the carbs, the staples behind our food. This also would add to the effect of why people are taking flu shots. They don't understand why they get so sick. The flu shot is not the only remedy that we should be fighting against. It's our daily living lifestyles, the staples in our food, The time that we spend with our families, the time that we spend with each other, sitting at the dinner table, detuning from electronical impulses and devices that brainwash us. I know this sounds like a conspiracy, like hardcore talk, but I'm talking to you as a father, as a friend, as someone who cares. If you found this particular podcast very informative, please let me know by going on to any of your podcast platforms. If there is a rating, leave me a rating. Apple Podcast has have a rating system. If you're here on anchor.fm, please leave me a comment by clapping or by sending me a personal message. I'll play your messages accordingly. In the next few months, I will, I will look for the studies that the studies are relied on by the local physicians and state facilities that want to institute flu shots and furthermore vaccinations. And what data they're relying on. Thank you for all listening. Take care. Hey, Boo Jojo Ray here. Great segment. Um, me, personally, I'm not with immunizations or flu shots anymore. Uh, I'm 36. Yes, I had immunizations and flu shots previously. My kids are 15 and 9. They've had the immunizations and flu shots Uh, you know, previously, uh, I'm pregnant now. Um, but me and my husband have been doing research for the past couple of years and we're not gonna let the new child get immunizations or flu shots. And we are not continuing with immunizations or flu shots for the children we currently have not with it. No more. Thank you, Jojo Ray. Uh, from oh, what is it? All RG girls, something like that. That's the name of your podcast. Hey, I I definitely appreciate your call, your calling. Um, I just want to say that it's it's becoming scarier and scarier as I've done research. I mean, my girlfriend right now has not. We have not given our one year old shots at all, and we're trying to find a doctor that will not do the combo shot because we're trying to pick and choose like you know I hate to say it but with our both of our medical knowledge uh, not to uh, take certain immunizations that are unnecessary they're completely unnecessary and they're backed by medicine and facts so uh, thank you I really do appreciate your calling Um, for I have gotten a huge number of people uh, who have listened to this particular episode, and I'm not saying what I what I stated before. I'm not saying it because to put your children or put yourselves in jeopardy, you know, when illnesses come about. But it is scary how modern day American medicine is avoiding certain things to be able to treat people and get them better and get them well and have them grow up to be healthy and happier lives. You know, um, it's not a joke. Um, a lot. It's even shown in some of our foods, I was reading in one particular article uh, that certain foods are adding to the resistance of our prescribed drugs or prescribed, you know, treatments so that people are not getting healthier like, there's a resistance, uh, gene in um, that I was reading about in this scientific article and I'm going to try to re-find it and show, and it was, uh, the article is based out of, I don't I think it was like France or Germany and they were basically talking about how, uh, you know, there are certain things in certain foods after genetically modifying them that, uh. That are fighting against, like the superbugs that are coming around, and the senior the what is it the CDC, Center for Disease and Control, they they are investigating supposedly, but no, no uh, findings have been concluded, and the CDC is supposed to be, you know, a government-run agency, and they're, you know. But they do get bribed, in my opinion, from what I see, that certain drugs are allowed on the markets that could hurt people more. And then the ones that can help people are, they say they're thoroughly being tested for before distribution for the human species in the United States. So, I mean, yeah, that's a cover answer. I understand that. But we're seeing, or I'm seeing, certain drugs being fast tracked without. A full investigation without thorough scientific tests um, you, and proof of that is you're seeing so many drugs advertised in commercials on television and with that being said um, they're fast-tracking these drugs and then they say all these uh, you know side effects are making people worse So, how does a government agency like the CDC really serving the people? They're not. They're serving Big Pharma and the kickbacks and lobbyists that work with certain drugs. So, we're really trying to understand this. And like again, I say, you know, like before in the '70s when I got my shots, in '80s when I got my immunizations. And early part of the 90s 90s, when I had immunizations again for the Navy, um, there weren't as many uh, immunizations as there are now and it's scary about how many there are. Um, One of them I want to talk about in particular Gardasil. Gardasil what is supposedly an anti-cancer drug or or treatment. Now um, there's been quite a few articles published, you can look this up yourself, That Gardasil happens to be uh, a treat, uh, a a drug that will stop um, fertility in girls, and it's never been proven that it defeats cancer. You know, it's never been proven that it is a cure for cancer. So, why are we? Why, why is a big company that makes Gardasil trying to push it onto 12-year-old girls, you know? Um, and what's happening is, it's like there's a lot more people or a lot more women who cannot have children, you know? Um, and it's not because of Gardasil yet, but there have been studies showing that Gardasil could and in fact prevent um, young girls from having children and becoming uh, what's the word for it? I almost say stillborn. It's just like where they just can't have kids. And it's an unnecessary treatment, you know, that I feel that the government's it's not mandatory in all states, but it's suggested. You know, and just today I was watching on NBC this morning. They were talking about uh, that the Chinese have successfully uh, changed or modified DNA in a child to, supposedly, their claim is so that the these gene. Uh, modified children will not be able to be susceptible to AIDS but in reality um, there is an ethical duty that once you start genetically modifying people um, you're fucking with the human species and you're playing God and it's not cool Um, a movie that talks about that is I believe called Gattaca and um, it talks about you know, the Earth is dying, people are trying to escape to Mars or some other planet, and they're only taking the genetically modified children into space because they don't have any birth defects. Well, as a, a part of the human species and genus, you cannot go and genetically modify because Mother Nature has her nice little way of changing things around. You know, she will, Everything mutates... And when you mess with the natural design of things, the mutations are severe. You know, they, these kids are getting sicker or they're, you know, they're having emotional problems, mental issues, you know, so again, I feel that when someone or a government starts genetically modifying human beings, um, you're asking for trouble. Now. That's the Chinese claim in my personal opinion. I feel that they're just testing to create superhumans and to create superhuman armies for the future, you know, to be basically a conquering force. You know, there was like this uh, Kurt Russell uh, movie... And it also talked about genetically modifying people. I think it was called Soldier. And they were in the movie, Kurt Russell was an obsolete design of of a fighter and warrior. And they brought in like these genetically modified humans, kinda like in Universal Soldier, and they were undefeatable, but he ended up showing in the end that he was naturally human and his design beat the Mastered genetically modified human being, and so that's like one of the things that is, it just goes on to the topic. But getting back to the home of the home of the subject matter is is that the flu shot is designed for a reason. You know, it's a big guess, is what it is. Now, if anyone understands, if it works in the medical industry, that understands the flu or understands an illness, it's a rejection in a body. And it brings basically your system down, whether it be stuffed up, congested, sore throat, whatever. It's all temporal. But when you start messing with that and trying to, you know, catch on top of the traveling virus, because all viruses like the flu virus, they're epidemics, really. They go from region to region to region as people travel and, you know, from nation to nation to nation it you know it mutates the virus that was going around last year is going to be different this year there's always a difference so the way that the body goes through um, mutation or fighting against the flu is using its own natural uh, safeguards and you know anywhere from your white and red blood cells um, and so on so it's like why would you try to play God and try to guess which flu's coming around to pass it out to give a flu shot so that the people won't suffer so bad. So, you know, that's a big question. And like someone brought up the the question of, you know, like in the 1800s and the 1700s the in the um what is it, the Renaissance or the Black Plague had traveled. Now, the reason why the Black Plague traveled as much as and, and was an executioner at will and got around so easily were people got infected several ways and their bodies could not fight the, the virus that the Black Plague you know, was in. So it was like they had non-clean water. Um, They didn't understand how pathogens can pass from airborne to physical. They didn't understand about cleaning. They didn't understand about, you know, quarantines and, you know, how to get rid of all these bodies and people, you know. So I feel like in the modern age, yeah, we have more, but then we're creating these like superbugs to mutate. And on Netflix I was watching a program where I was talking about a guy went to Egypt and he got sick over in Egypt natural flu well the flu was resistant to any antibiotic that American medicine could give and it ended up showing how um, that the European methods of using like this uh, anti-pathogen was like new and it was just like you know, like a super badass warrior in the, in the bi- biological system that helped defeat the superbug because the, um, I'm sure that the superbug is already here and there's been talk about like a mutation of the polio virus, like where I think it was like in the last couple of months, 96 kids died or were seriously injured by this, uh, this polio bug which hadn't been polio has not been seen rampant in the United States and since the 50s I believe the 40s and 50s and they had, they came with the polio vaccine so it's kinda like tough because now these superbugs are designed or they've mutated enough to where people can't fight against them by using a prescribed method or antibiotics. Now, no one says this out loud, but antibiotics should very be the last resort that you should go to when you're sick. I believe if you're suffering from pneumonia and bronchitis, um, yes, you should be on antibiotics to a point. But what antibiotics does is it kills everything in your system. So, you know, it's a toughie. You know, who do you trust? and how far should it go, you know, and that's a scary thing, you know, so I'm not telling everyone not to get immunizations because you do need some immunizations, especially if you're traveling to South America and Africa and some European regions, you know, you do. Um, There is, I believe, a, a malaria shot that really does help. So if you're going to a country where malaria runs rapid, you know, it's very important that some immunizations you must have because they will help fight what's going on. Well, anyway, that's my episode, uh, our continued episode. Thanks, uh, Jojo Ray, for calling, and I really, do, really do appreciate it.